This is the Annex, a sociology podcast. I'm Joseph Cohen from Queens College in the City University of New York. For more, visit theannexpodcast.com. So we're recording today, March 21st, and yet another Nor'easter. So uh, I apologize if you hear screaming or piano playing. It's probably my kids killing each other. Or Or my kids, uh, because I'm also stowed in. So, Joe, now that I'm an apostate, I don't get the the emails anymore, but could you forward them to us when there's going to be a big storm? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, well, at this rate, you should just expect one every week. Yeah. Y'all, it's notable to mention that it is indeed raining here in Southern California. So uh, It's like the same thing. We don't want to hear any <laughs> any whining about your blizzard. We just got slightly <laughs> wet walking across campus by burritos. Yeah. And those and the burritos were wet quite literally and the chips were wet too. So uh it was uh it was actually an improvement in a lot of ways from the typical fare at uh well. <laughs> an unnamed uh campus eating establishment well now i feel thankful well they weren't that wet because they were i still heard the crunch so you don't know from wet over there <laughs> all right let's get rolling we got a lot to talk about this week i guess we got to talk about the southern sociological society's annual meeting program have you guys seen this yet unfortunately yes <laughs> i have yes Yes. All right. I read the whole thing cover to cover. So <laughs> you got to see this program to believe it. So uh, I'll I'll describe it. It's basically on the cover of the program for the annual meeting. Of, they have a cartoon Trump who has a pacifier in his mouth, wearing diapers with flies buzzing around it, with a nuclear bomb between his legs, sitting on top of some flag that I'm sure has some type of symbolic importance that I'm missing. So I, I don't want to be one of those uh, know-it-all Northeasterners who aren't sensitive to the specificities of other regions' cultural context, but <laughs> God, come on now. Like, this, is, this is something that undercuts the seriousness of our discipline and, and our professional credentials. What do you guys think of this? I, I don't like this kind of politicization of the discipline, and you know, it's not like I'm a big fan of the guy. And, you know, I, and I'm sure that my opinion is shared widely within the discipline that probably very few of us like it, but it's still just like on principle, you, it's unprofessional to do that. And it demeans the discipline. And in general, you know, so like my friend, uh, Michael Brendan Darty, who writes for National Review, you know, like a year or two ago, he said, uh, whoever you are, the Trump era will tempt you to lower your standards. And I think that just like every day that proves to be prophetic in a new way where, you know, you have a professional society of social scientists you know, having poopy diaper cartoons on its professional program. And they're basically stooping to his level. And it's like, I'm not saying that that's like the president's a good guy and should be respected on that basis. But it's like, you're falling to his level. And it's like wrestling with a pig, the pig likes it and you get dirty. So the program cover says racial theory, analysis and politics in Trump America. And there's nothing on this cover here that like speaks to me about anything having to do with racial theory um, or analysis. There is politics there, I guess. I mean, you know, I get it. He's a man, baby. Mm -hmm. You know, we all get that. (laughs) Um, uh, I don't. I don't recall, like, I don't recall a flag, though, Joe. It's a map, I think. Uh, or something, yeah, right, in his really long time. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, especially as someone who's like a student of racial theory and whose work focuses on race. 
yet again, you know, here's something that's undermining the seriousness of this subfield, right? By having this cover when like the lead thing this year at Southern's is racial theory. Yeah, I just want to add one thing, Leslie, which is that we should probably be grateful that they didn't try and depict racial issues in that cartoony style. Oh my. (laughs) Oh my goodness, I hadn't thought about that. Uh, well, as the resident Southerner, uh, oh, I can no. speak to the, uh, <laughs> that's not typically a, uh, a aesthetic motif. And, and speaking on the aesthetics of it, I was actually surprised to see that the uh, early 2000s uh, political pop punk aesthetic is back. <laughs> I thought that the cover looked like a, like a, a obscure Jello Biafra spoken word CD cover. <laughs> And I, I, one of the things that tends to be problematic about it is that the aesthetic can be a lightning rod, especially in, you know, a regional conference where uh, it's the, the states there. I mean, even in Florida, I'm from Florida originally. And, you know, you have the governor that's actively uh, talking about how there should be a defunding. Rick Scott actively defunding, you know, things like anthropology and English and things like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that a lot of times when you have kind of these culture war uh, sort of campaigns, people don't go into the subtleties of the work. People don't get into, you know, what people are studying. It's a it's an aesthetic that people can use to basically have something visual that says, you know, this is something that I find politically objectionable coming from a particular perspective and use it to, you know, delegitimize the discipline or use it to to legitimize uh, cutting funding for sociology programs or, you know, even programs in the social sciences in general. I mean, I, I don't know if the intent was to be provocative or what the intent was. But I mean, it was one of those things that if somebody was seeing this in the hotel in New Orleans and they were an outsider, I mean, it gives a really weird sort of image of what is going on at this conference. And it's a fantastic conference. I mean, Southerns is a really good regional conference. I've I've been there a couple of times and it was a really great experience. So I don't know. I I found it to be and the back of it. It was like a a totalizing design motif. And I found it interesting, like on the back that, you know, I was just one wondering if they were going through the process of it where it's just like yeah put put more pp <laughs> in the stains in the in the crib you know in the back but i mean it's it's one of those things where i can't speak to you know the intent or something like that of it but i, I found it to be really interesting where it was something that was not just the cover, but it was like the entire motif of the entire program with like fake tweets and, and, you know, concept art that of things that weren't used, you know, so I, I, you know, I found it to be, um, you know, interesting for lack of a better term. Can I add two things? So number one is, you know, we always have these discussions. What's the discipline really like? And there are some people who say, yeah, all this activism isn't sociology. It's just ascribed to us. You know, this mindless or infantile type of protest activism. But like, I mean, it's right there on the cover of a major regional annual meeting program. Like, it's hard to deny that there's a big part of our culture that like, at least is okay with like this type of discourse, or this is what they want to trade in. That's number one. And number two is, did you guys see how Kim Whedon from Cornell, she tweets a very negative response to the cover, and then the Southern Sociological Society retweeted it, which is kind of odd. (laughs) (laughs) If you go to the society's Twitter page right now, At least as of last night, the top Twitter in there is a tweet talking about how uh, somebody's disgusted with the cover of their program. 
I think that that's a sign that the Southerns are, I mean, they're a good conference. They're a good organization, right? You know, so maybe the cover, you know, was kind of in poor taste among other things, but hey, it's got people talking about the Southerns, right? Number one. (laughs) And number two, I mean, at least, I mean, they're open enough to say, okay, fine. We've got people who are looking at us who are giving us feedback and whether it's negative or positive, we'll take it all in. I mean, I, I actually I actually think it's great that, you know, that they retweeted her disgust. Well, I don't know. I, it's just weird uh, that they don't have that unit of voice. But with what Pat was saying, sociology has this issue where a lot of sociologists are less interested in doing sociology than they're spending de- than they are in spending down our rather meager reputational <laughs> capital as a discipline. Right. They have this idea that it's like, oh, sociology should take a stand on this. And it's like, with what credibility? And every time we do, we diminish our credibility as a discipline. You know, you want the the way that a discipline attains social power is by having the public see you as people standing around in uh, white lab coats mixing beakers like that Ivanka Trump photo. Um, And if the public sees you instead as just people who have opinions but no knowledge, then they'll treat you like people who have opinions like no uh, no knowledge uh, and including to the extent of things like defunding your departments and things like that. And I'm not saying that like like as a threat or something like that, because I also think just on the merits, it's better to be professional, but it does have blowback. And basically it does more damage to the discipline than it does to uh, whatever political actor you might disagree with who you see criticizing. And I think there's a huge difference between that and kind of expressive politics through the disciplines, uh, formal organizations, and publishing research that has uncomfortable implications for people. That, I kind of don't care about the consequences. I think we should go ahead and do uh, research that people don't like as a point of principle. When if it's just a matter of like drawing poopy diaper cartoons, it's like, what's the point? Although, you know what? I want to push back on that just a little bit, just a little bit, Gabriel, because you know what? There have been numerous, numerous cases in point over time where we've had sociologists who've done actually excellent work documenting X being the cause of Y, Mm -hmm. right? Even though we know this, right? You know, the federal government still defunds our research, right? So it's almost like damned if we do, damned if we don't. I just want to put in a plug for sociology in saying, you know what, we are like the mistreated stepchildren of government funding. There's all of this money being thrown at genomics and now sociogenomics, which we already know so much of the social that's implicated in things like chronic disease. So if we already know this, why don't we just focus on that and keep funding the kind of research, you know, that can help us get at the solutions as opposed to being like, you know what, we're like a little bit too lazy to deal with the social stuff. Let's go over here and see if we can map a genome and like find, you know, the gene that's responsible for this as if we don't know. Anyway, sorry about my rant. I absolutely agree with you. There's fantastic work being done in the discipline, but anybody who wants funding for their very worthy projects and is going to be compared in a a multidisciplinary setting where they're up against other people, well, that sociologist is going to be part of the poo-poo diaper discipline. Like, they have to be saddled with, you know, like, (laughs) you know, a very negative imagery that, that suggests immaturity. Like, that cartoon doesn't help people doing real work. Well, I mean, one of the things that, that I was uh, afraid of when I saw it, and you know, maybe it won't come to fruition, and, and you know, probably will not, but I, I mean, one of the things that I get afraid of 
or was a little bit cautious about was that sometimes, like when you think of, you know, things like culture wars that, you know, kind of unfold with the NEA sort of stuff during the 1980s, there wasn't a sort of thing where people went into the body of work of Robert Mapplethorpe, right? They presented the photograph of him uh, with the bull uh, whip, Mm -hmm. right? To justify why this brilliant artist or, you know, the work that he does or various other artists do that are transgressive uh, should be defunded. And one of the things that that's kind of difficult, you know, growing up in the South is that a lot of times people that are in the legislatures there, you know, there's no room for subtlety with them. If we're about changing people's minds, you're not going to change a lifelong conservative's mind by showing poopy day Trump. Well, you're not going to change it anyway, but I'm kidding, but sort of. But I've had some presentations at the Southerns that were so bad that they probably delegitimized the the conference more so. (laughs) So really bad PowerPoints and things. You've been listening to the Annex, a sociology podcast. For more information, visit theannexpodcast.com. Music is by Lena Orsa. Our production team included Anika Chowdhury and Lisette Moreno. On behalf of the Annex team, I'm Joe Cohen. Thanks for listening.